Matthew right. chapter 14. All right. <laughs> okay. Let me pull it up. 20 minutes. Okay, so they think this starts with Herod the Tetrarch. Here's reports of Jesus. Um, and he says, this is John the Baptist, risen from the dead. And then mm. they explain why John the Baptist is dead, which is a horrible story. Mm -hmm. it made me really sad, actually, to read. I know. They've beheaded him mm -hmm. because... What, because he tried to give good advice to Herod and the wife of his brother didn't like it and yeah. asked for him to be beheaded? Mm -hmm. That is so insane. I think it's more, like I don't think he was trying to give good advice. I think he straight up said, this is evil. It's not lawful for you to yeah. have her. Yeah. yeah. And, and who's that going to piss off most? The her. Oh, yeah. And she just, boom. Yeah. Talked her daughter into getting him to, because he made a dumb promise. Yeah. But the uh, the interesting thing about that is that the way they thought, he thought that he had come back from the yeah. dead. Yeah, guilty conscience. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, is resurrection like a thing that they thought about? Or they like, did, yeah. come back from the dead? Yeah, but they, they, they also believed in something called a transmigration of souls, oh. which is similar to Scientology. Oh. What Scientology teaches is that you die and you transmigrate to another body. So they wondered if John the Baptist had come back as Jesus. That's freaky. Yeah. So, th but that made me wonder about Jesus being risen from the dead. Must why was it so profound then? If they believed in transmigration of souls, because um, nobody had ever seen somebody come back from the dead. They they had a mystery belief about that. It's like I believe in ghosts. And you've never really seen one. And then right. you actually see a ghost. Yeah. So they believed in a resurrection. They didn't know when it would happen or how it would happen. So when he's beaten to a pulp on the cross and he rises the third day, that was big news. Okay. All right. Like John. Okay. Yeah. Before they were thinking the spirit of John was just in this other person uh -huh. now. So they don't know for sure, right. but, but okay. Right. Which is one of the reasons, and it's important why Jesus was physically resurrected so that they could see him and say, this is the guy that was put to death. Okay. And, it, and I get in trouble this because people say we're going to be resurrected physically. We're, our bodies are going to come out of the grave and all this junk. Paul mm -hmm. says, and that's not what it is, but because Jesus was physically Christians say we will be physically raised too. And they don't get he had to have his body. They had to be able to witness that it was him. Mm -hmm. If he had shown up as a ghost and just like, they'd be like, oh, you're just a ghost, <laughs> right? He had to have the corp corpus that he was died in. Yeah. <laughs> that he was died in. Um, okay, that makes sense. Um, Jesus was told about John. He goes away and the crowds followed. The disciples say they need food. Send them away. Jesus says, let's feed them. And then they, he feeds people. And he gives thanks to the heavens and then broke the loaves. Mm. I just kind of wondered about that. Just a Hebrew Is way it of common saying. For, did he do that, though? Like, give, give look thanks. up. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. He would do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I was in school of ministry with a Jewish convert. And when he prayed, he would always... Have his hands up. Aww. Yeah. You I know like what that. the humanists teach about that uh, miracle of the loaves? What? That they didn't have any food and they passed the baskets around that had a few fish and, 
and bread in it and people secretly put their own in to give to everybody because they were so kind to each other and so when it came back the the baskets were full oh my god that's how humanists take that story to deny the miracle wait what yeah yeah i mean it could possibly be the it creates case, doubt doesn't like, it like <laughs> it's kind yeah. of stupid kind of weird i don't know i don't like that yeah doesn't feel right does it no um not that feeling Feelings right, are good, right? Yeah. yeah um he sends it but but that happens twice mm -hmm. that's i think before we've talked about this and you said that's not the actual loaves and fishes story no. yeah there's the several other one is oh okay yeah, there's a few i think what we were talking about is the sermon on the mount versus the sermon on the plain there's oh. two of those as well oh. so it gets confusing okay he sends disciples onto the boat to and get some solitude it's pretty interesting that to me that jesus took time alone here especially after john's death he's mourning yeah and that the news of his death surprised him yeah it did, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it surprised him. I don't think the text says that, but he was heartbroken. Yeah. Jesus was a trip because he knew he would heal people, raise people from the dead. He knew there. He knew, I guess, that there is God, uh, or and that there's a heaven and there's an afterlife. He knew John did was a great guy, and yet his heart breaks when they die. So it shows he was really human. He yeah. had he had feelings. You know, it makes me sad. Yeah, it's a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. That's that Isaiah. Oh, he the, it's he's called that. He's called a man of sorrows. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, I that's interesting because I can't help but feel sometimes like I just see the bad in life or something. Mm. But that's like what this is about. Is that mm. life is hard? Yeah. It's like. You want to, we were just talking about this, like have maintaining some like youthful, like innocence or something, mm -hmm. but like he came because life is really difficult yeah. and like he experienced it yeah, fully and yeah. without any reason to, he didn't do anything wrong and they, he got it handed to him. That's the point. Yeah. I see it more and more the yeah. older I get, like. Things are just so heavy. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Now we're uh, coming up to a great <laughs> story. Jesus walked out to them on the lake. Hilarious to me that they go, is that a ghost? <laughs> and got scared. Remember, they believed they of be ghosts. Terrified. They believed of spirits. They didn't have, like, harbor lights. <laughs> they didn't have, like, lights on the boat. And then the Lake Tiberius, it sits down at the, I think that's Tiberius where they're on. And it sits down and it's surrounded by these hills. Mm. And so the wind blows over and down and it makes the thing really oh. radical, right? Still? Yeah, they know that about, about this place. So he goes a treading out there like a cool dude. And they think... These grown men think they're seeing a ghost. It honestly would be terrifying. It would be terrifying. <laughs> I love it. Picture, I'm picturing my times on a boat in the dark. I'm oh, like, man. Oh, my gosh. That would be so scary. Oh, yeah. 
And then Peter asks Jesus, I did not know this. I think it must be the translation I read, but he asked Jesus, if it's you, tell me to come out onto the water. Wait. That's what it says. Read it to me. I don't okay. get that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He says, take courage. It's I. Don't be afraid. Jesus says that. And Peter replied, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come on the water. Oh, yeah, I've never says, thought of come. that. Yeah. What the? You've never thought of that? I've never thought of him saying come. I don't know. Maybe it's the NIV. I wonder about the <laughs> NIV. We call that Should the nearly compare? inspired version. What's the one you told me to read? I'm going through different software. ESV's good. NIV's good. I just, you just... <laughs> I just don't remember ever reading that, so I just wonder if it's part of... Wait, let's double check. Check the King James and see what it says. Yeah, take, no, ESV says, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come onto the water. Okay, I don't, I don't remember that. It's funny you caught that. <laughs> he said, come. I don't know why. That's a weird you thing. You caught it, I didn't catch it, and you brought it up like it was weird to you because I've never even seen that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very odd that I... So maybe it's like, you're my Lord. Command me, and if he commands you, I believe I can do it. Well, it seems like that because then the rest of it is him, uh, like, being called out for looking to the wind and looking, you know, instead of him when he was called by him. But So you know that principle. Well, no, I want to talk about it. Jesus. Yeah, well, I want to talk about it, but for, that must be why he said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to the water. I think I that's know. one of the, this is one of the most uh, it's even bigger than the fish with the gold piece in his mouth mm. that Peter could walk out there. That is mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard one. Yeah, very hard. Yeah. It's like insane. Yeah. Especially from just like our our experience with the ocean and water oh, yeah. like hits really hard. Like that's nuts, yeah. especially on a windy, but then, but if you see the one you place your faith in that you're following, who has changed water into wine and done all these things with material substances, you're probably thinking I can do it. You know, you're here with me. I don't know. Well, he of anyone, Peter should have had faith that, I mean, I guess we could all have that said about us, but Peter should have faith, having been in Jesus's proximity, that he you would could walk think, on the water. You would think, but, but Peter goes through the whole life with Jesus and denies him. Yeah, it's yeah. like knowing you're gonna be fine jumping off a diving board, but right. still being scared by it yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, but Jesus says. So I took note that when he got afraid. When he saw the wind, he got afraid. And when he got afraid, when he got afraid was when he began to sink. Mm -hmm. And Jesus says that that is what doubt is, mm. and having little faith. Mm. I th maybe it's like a dark way of seeing this story, but it's kind of strange to me that not having, not having faith is associated with like putting blinders on to kind of reality the reality was there's wind there's water i'm gonna sink not and not having faith is like not thinking about that and just looking at jesus mm -hmm. yeah it's keeping your eyes on him and, yeah. and and that's done in faith and that's done in believing that he will sustain you out there on that windswept sea and that he will save you from your obvious demise 
But it says, but when Peter looked down, because he, he said, I think the King James says, when he looked at the waves, not the wind. Yeah, these ESV and NIV say when he saw the wind, but oh, I, the okay. other ones say when he looked down. I've saw, I've seen okay. that. He, so to look down, you have to take your eyes off. Yeah. And he started to sink. And then his response is what we do when we start to sink. Cry out. Jesus saved me. Yeah. Yeah. That's the cycle of a Christian, you know, of someone who pursues God is I've I'm sinking here, man. I, I lost the faith. I, I, you know, save me. It's so I just it's the thing that I I battle like you look I, I would think that God. It's a weird thing like to. It's supposed to be where you look around at reality and that should make you think, oh, there is a God. That's the first step. Mm -hmm. And then you know that there's a God and you stop looking around mm -hmm. because then it will keep you away from God if you look around. Well, it won't keep you that? away, but it just causes you to lose the, the progress you've made. In, yeah. in him that's all it is that's a funny thing though for it to be the thing that instigates your like something in reality happening for you to be like i need god but then to well, turn from that then it makes you turn from it yes. later when you look to it and i think that's a beautiful uh concept i don't find it paradoxical because we are humans in flesh in a fleshly world he has to reach us somehow, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I believe he's reaching. But once he reaches you and you know, or you believe that in this world, there's something bigger, stronger, who loves and cares about you. Mm -hmm. Then when you look at around at the robbers and the poverty and the crime and everything, you do look to him in faith and mm -hmm. say, man, I can't make it here. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. So it is kind of paradoxical. You start off by looking at the material evidences and spiritual, and then you more and more try to just look at him. And that's mm. what that parable, that's what that story is telling us. Mm. It is beautiful. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the end of my chapter 14. Look at that. That we, is the end of chapter 14. We ended early. <laughs> you guys go out and have yourself a banana shake. <laughs> That sounds horrible. All right. She got her mind on bananas <laughs> is the thing. Yeah, no one wants to shake about those. Okay. Um, <laughs> next episode.